G'day and welcome to the Cultivate Farms podcast. Sam Marwood here and thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. We're thinking of as many ways to get you onto your farm or help you to step back and we really hope you find all this information useful and inspiring. Let's get you farming. G'day everybody, Sam Marwood here from Cultivate Farms. Welcome to episode 71 of Cultivate Farms TV where we're taking you behind the scenes of everything we're doing to make it possible for you to own a farm. Um, we unpack lots of different topics as well uh, to try and get you uh, as excited as possible and also start breaking down some of those mental barriers you have uh, to this dream of owning a farm or saying it's possible. Uh, we think the biggest thing now holding you back is your attitude, it's what you're thinking uh, because there are so many tactics uh, and ways for you to find your pathway onto your farm. So this week, uh, I'll give a bit of a weekly wrap-up um, of some things we're working on. Uh, we also spend a lot of time, we're going to spend a lot of time unpacking what is stopping you from applying for a Cultivate Farms farm opportunity. Uh, we had some great discussions on social media this week about that. I want to unpack some farm transition options. I know a lot of you aren't sure of what's uh, possible, so we'll give you a summary uh, and also work through farm ownership opportunities. All this is written down as well. We'll turn this into a blog. Uh, all the text is available uh, on the uh, page right now. You can read ahead of what I'm going to be talking about. Uh, we're trying to make it as easy as possible and find many ways for you to get this information and just get on and get onto your farm ownership uh, pathway and onto your farm. So number of farming members, aspiring farmer members, we're up to 690, 10 more uh, since uh, our last update. So thank you very much to those new farmers who have joined up. We appreciate you heaps. Uh, we want more. We are greedy for more uh, because the uh, more members we have, the more the agriculture industry is going to pay attention to what we're doing, the more retiring farmers are going to come and back you, and the more investors are going to get behind what we're doing. So please do sign up. It's very easy. There's free and paid membership. Paid membership helps us keep the doors open so we can keep finding opportunities. So we're asking you as aspiring farmers, if you want us to succeed and you want us to find you a farm, back us so we can spend time hunting and creating content and getting uh, retiring farmers invested, inspired. There's heaps of other perks. You get way more than what you, in terms of value than uh, what you spend. So we highly recommend becoming our member. So a weekly, weekly update, what's happened uh, uh, this week? Um, we met with the aspiring farmers who have uh, found a retiring farmer who's willing to back them, probably through vendor finance, which is amazing. Uh, and so we're working through a game plan right now around getting the right people alongside them, right advisors, and some ideas on a pathway and to make that work. A lot of it is also making sure they're thinking about how to make the retiring farmer uh, a part of the whole process uh, and feel valued and make sure they know know that because I think that's a very key thing that sometimes we, we overlook. Uh, we're working with farmers who are interested in that mushroom farm in Gippsland, trying to unpack up options for them and how, why they would take on this option, uh, what um, uh, financial uh, matters they need to think through, what advisors they need to talk through and how they could use this uh, as really to kick off their, their mushroom empire. Uh, love having those sort of discussions uh, and uh, we're working with those people through, through that option. Um, we're in discussions with a dad who wants to back his son onto a farm. Love this option. And this is something you all should be thinking about as well. Can you get some money out of your, out of your olds onto your farm? Because that could be the leverage needed to uh, get an investor or convince a retiring farmer to step back. Uh, if you can ha have access to some form of money, 
uh, it is a great thing. So we've got a retiring farmer in our books that we haven't advertised and they're not quite convinced to jump yet, but they uh, had a really great chat last week. So I'm hoping to get my matchmaking skills going and get those two connected in the back end. Uh, so we'll let you know if that succeeds. Um, we are nutting out the details of the Cultivator program. Love that name. Uh, this is the second running of that program where an investor is ready to back another Top Gun aspiring farmer. They backed Freeland Pork, so they want to go again. We're going to incubate 10 farmers. We're asking aspiring farmers to cover the costs of this program, uh, but we're also seeking corporate sponsors uh, to make it easier. Uh, this will happen over six months, uh, and one farmer, at least one farmer, will be backed onto a farm of their dreams will hopefully wrangle a few more investors along the way. So it could be two or three farmers. Uh, so please spread the word, this is gonna be happening. Think about whether you wanna be on part of it. Send me your email, I'll put you on this mailing list to uh, get you on board. But we know this is a world first and uh, we want to make sure it is appropriately recognized as such. Because this is why we set up Coldwell Farm, is to make it possible for you, if you're good enough to own a farm, the ball is now in your courts. Uh, if you wanna prove you're the best, jump on this program and let's get you in front of an investor if you can back you. Uh, talking about investors, we'll be talking to another potential investor who's quite um, broad in their investment uh, opportunity uh, range uh, in terms of location and types of farming. So we're trying to understand their situation better and, uh, and also they love our model and want to back next-gen farmers. Uh, so we're trying to uh, build that relationship and uh, hopefully soon we'll be able to tell you about that. And we're thinking about writing a book uh, everyone does it. Uh, we're thinking how it could be something like how to go from zero to farmer, but we have been creating so much content over the last three years that we really need to compile it all and have it in one spot where you can sit there and read and get inspired and get all the tips and tactics and tricks on how you can get yourself in front of retiring farmers or investors and get yourself farm ownership ready. Um, so if anyone out there knows how to write a book and what we need to do to make that happen, or if anyone out there wants to help uh, fund the development of that book or publish it or, or whatever, let us know. But that's definitely something uh, in 2019 we'll try and unpack because uh, I think it's going to sell like hotcakes. What is stopping you from applying for a Cultivate Farms farm opportunity? We put a post up during the week uh, with this very question and it's probably one of the most engaging um, posts we've ever had. Uh, so the question was, we have a lot of farm opportunities, but a lot of our, uh, of our aspiring farmers aren't applying. What is stopping you from applying for our farm opportunities? So we really were trying to get at what can we be doing better uh, and what farms could be trying to find, which a lot of times we aren't in control of which farms we can find. We just uh, take what we're given from these retiring farmers. But how can we present these farms so that you're more likely to go, oh, okay, that's actually uh, something I should go for. So the responses were really encouraging and also really confronting as well. I guess we're sort of pulling apart the whole core of what Cultivate Farms is about. And we had probably, I don't know, it's like 80 or 100 comments and, and discussions from us and, and aspiring farmers. So thank you to those who did participate. And what we've done is dumped all of the responses, well, if not all, most of the responses and our responses to that in this post will turn into a blog post as well. So you can scroll through and see, see what your peers are thinking in terms of what is stopping them jumping onto farm opportunities. Like we think they're amazing farm ownership opportunities, uh, and, uh, but some people are thinking uh, they're not quite suited for them. We just unpack why that is uh, and also unpack some bigger questions and bigger thinking around maybe what's stopping you from applying for some of these farms. The ball's probably in our court. Probably the ball might be due with the farm itself, but also we think 
um, the ball is probably in your court as well around what what are you thinking and what are you prepared to do to realise your farm ownership opportunities, a dream, sorry. And we think these opportunities can be a great way to get you there. Not all of them, all, all of them will be perfect, uh, but we encourage you to, to think about them seriously and think about what is stopping you and get yourself prepared to jump on them. So I'll discuss some more general ideas, but read through the blog and uh, read through the text below to see all the detailed responses uh, and discussions around this topic. It's really enlightening. I love it. And hopefully we'll just keep sharing this post over and over and over um, and get this knowledge out of you because it's helping us refine our business model as well and making sure we're giving you something you want as aspiring firms. So the number one one was location and uh, people aren't, aren't willing to move uh, beyond a certain range, which is absolutely fine. And that's what you need to know is where will or won't you move to um, to chase your dreams. But also know that the more restrictive you are, it lowers the chances of you finding your farm, uh, i.e. there could be a ripper farm 200 k's away, but uh, it's just out of your range. So what, what, what uh, might you need to do to increase your range or just be comfortable with that? But um, that seems to be one. We can't do much about that. We can only give farms that are, are available to us, um, but we'll keep trying to find farms across all of Australia. A uh, few feedback comments were it's not the perfect opportunity. And I guess what we're saying there is no opportunity is ever going to be perfect, let alone uh, if that happens in the business world and in the normal world, but also in this farming opportunity world, uh, there'll never be a perfect match. And I guess we want you to understand what you, what you can live with uh, and what you can't, but maybe be a bit more flexible in what you, what you, uh, can live with because we're after farm entrepreneurs here who can see maybe a blank slate or can see the, the kernel of a great opportunity and we want you to jump onto that and, and build it and use this, these farms as a stepping stone to your farming empire. Um, um, can you get on this farm uh, and have a crack at it, uh, maybe take a hit in your wage or take a hit in your income because you know you're building your wealth and you're building your skills but you're also connecting yourself to a community which then can open up opportunities for you to other farms and other farmers to be able to grow your wealth and, and grow your skills and grow uh, um, your empire. Uh, so that's the sort of mentality you want is don't think that these farms are going to be perfect and match you perfectly because that probably will never happen. And I hate the idea that you don't, you have regret. We don't want you to have any regret. Uh, if there's something there uh, that you think you can have a crack at, we encourage you to have a go. Um, a lot of people say that the farms are looked at on their website. You can't make a living off. And uh, I think, under certain models, you couldn't make a living off some of those farms, but there are so many models you can apply to these farms, and that's the mentality we want people to have. Again, being farm entrepreneurs, maybe there's a different crop or a different farming technique you can apply on these properties that can make them a viable opportunity. We're dealing with farmers who are of retirement age, are running out of energy, maybe running out of um, ability to implement these ideas, and they want you on board to scale the farm up, and that's, I guess, the mentality we want you to have. Think about these farms as a blank slate that you can build on and make profitable. But also some of these farms probably can't make uh, enough money, even if you do change the methods for you to live. But again, what we want you to think about this in your, in your long-term vision. Uh, if you're not on a farm at the moment, you want to, jumping onto a farm that uh, can maybe in, uh, provide you half your income could be an amazing way to build your farming skills, build your wealth, build your network of farmers to then use that as a, 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 a basis to go find your next farm that you add to this and, uh, and build your empire that way. Are you ready to be a farmer? There's probably, there weren't any of these specific comments, but it sort of made us think more broadly around these, these comments around. Um, maybe some people aren't ready to, to take the leap. It is a very tough thing to do to be a farmer. 
Um, some people probably got the dream of it um, and love the idea of it, but an opportunity comes and puts it in front of them. They're like, oh, actually, do I really want to? And that is absolutely fine. Self-awareness is a massive thing. Do you want to be an entrepreneur? Do you want to wake up early every day and, and plug away at this and, and be isolated in some cases uh, and living in a place that maybe isn't the exact location you thought you'd live? Like, what are the things you're willing to to um, to sacrifice, I guess, or, or um, live with? Uh, and maybe the answer is none and you don't want to be a farmer in reality. That's fine. That is absolutely fine. And I think we encourage you to make sure you are confident that this is what you want to have a crack at. Um, you're going to have to sacrifice some things. This is what we're learning more and more. We've sacrificed a lot to start Cultivate Farms itself. Uh, any business, any entrepreneur has to sacrifice something. And I think you need to think about that uh, with these farm opportunities that you'll have to go through some hard yards to make some of these viable or you might have to, again, sacrifice location, income, uh, farming approaches, um, working with a retiring farmer for a number of years before the farm transitions over to you as the sole manager. Um, some of these things just need to think about, are you willing to sacrifice some of these things so that you can reach this bigger term vision? Um, that's the only reason why you'd sacrifice is because you can see something bigger. So encouraging, what are you willing to sacrifice to make your dreams, your big, big long-term dreams happen? Apply anyway. So many people have double-guessed what it is the retiring farmer wants. We've got an outline there, but who knows what a farmer or someone thinks once they've met you. Maybe they see your application, they think you're an absolute gun, uh, you don't have this and this and this, but I like your style. Uh, I want to meet. And they meet you, you get along like a house on fire. Uh, who knows what arrangements you could arrange after that. That's why we focus so much on, rela on relationships. It's about getting good people on around a table who get along, the values aligned, can see the vision for the farm, and most times you can figure out a solution that's a win-win. So please do apply, even if you think it doesn't quite, you're not qualified yourself. Uh, again, it's about uh, relationships. Some people are sceptical of partnership deals, and that's fair enough too. People have, we've heard lots of stories of people being burnt from share farming arrangements, lease arrangements, etc. Uh, again, that's why we focus so much on relationships. This is about matching people. And if you get the right people in a room, you can work through all the awkward discussions around uh, people holding on to uh, decisions too long or not making the right decision. We can work all that sort of stuff out and get the governance sorted. We can get the communication lines sorted. Uh, so we really encourage Relationships first. Next is to make sure you've got advisors helping you work through the arrangements and then having those advisors on board. G'day everybody, Sam Marwood here from Cultivate Farms. Welcome to episode 71 of Cultivate Farms TV where we're taking you behind the scenes of everything we're doing to make it possible for you to own a farm. Um, we unpack lots of different topics as well uh, to try and get you uh, as excited as possible and also start breaking down some of those mental barriers you have uh, to this dream of owning a farm or saying it's possible. Uh, we think the biggest thing now holding you back is your attitude. It's what you're thinking uh, because there are so many tactics uh, and ways for you to find your pathway onto your farm. So this week, um, I'll give a bit of a weekly wrap up um, of some things we're working on. Uh, we also spend a lot of time, we're going to spend a lot of time unpacking what is stopping you from applying for a Cultivate Farms farm opportunity uh, we had some great discussions on social media this week about that. I want to unpack some farm transition options. I know a lot of you aren't sure of what's uh, possible. So we'll give you a summary uh, and also work through farm ownership opportunities. All this is written down as well. We'll turn this into a blog. Uh, all the text is available uh, on 
the uh, page right now. You can read ahead of what I'm going to be talking about. Uh, we're trying to make it as easy as possible and find many ways for you to get this information and just get on and get onto your farm ownership uh, pathway and onto your farm. So number of farming members, aspiring farmer members, we're up to 690, 10 more uh, since uh, our last update. So thank you very much to those new farmers who have joined up. We appreciate you heaps. Uh, we want more. We are greedy for more uh, because the more members we have, the more the agriculture industry is going to pay attention to what we're doing, the more retiring farmers are going to come and back you, and the more investors are going to get behind what we're doing. So please do sign up. It's very easy. There's free and paid membership. Paid membership helps us keep the doors open so we can keep finding opportunities. So we're asking you as aspiring farmers, if you want us to succeed and you want us to find you a farm, back us so we can spend time hunting and creating content and getting uh, retiring farmers and investors inspired. There's heaps of other perks. You get way more than what you, in terms of value, than uh, what you spend. So we highly recommend becoming a member. So a weekly, weekly update, what's happened uh, uh, this week? Um, we met with the aspiring farmers who have uh, found a retiring farmer who's willing to back them, probably through vendor finance, which is amazing. Uh, and so we're working through a game plan right now around getting the right people alongside them, right advisors, and some ideas on a pathway and to make that work. A lot of it is also making sure they're thinking about how to make the retiring farmer uh, a part of the whole process uh, and feel valued and make sure they know know that because I think that's a very key thing that sometimes we, we overlook. Uh, we're working with farmers who are interested in that mushroom farm in Gippsland, trying to unpack up options for them on how, why they would take on this option, uh, what um, uh, financial uh, matters they need to think through, what advisors they need to talk through and how they could use this uh, as really to kick off their, their mushroom empire. Uh, love having those sort of discussions uh, and uh, we're working with those people through, through that option. Um, we're in discussions with a dad who wants to back his son onto a farm. Love this option. And this is something you all should be thinking about as well. Can you get some money out of your, out of your olds onto your farm? Because that could be the leverage needed to uh, get an investor or convince a retiring farmer to step back. Uh, if you can have access to some form of money, uh, it is a great thing. So we've got a retiring farmer in our books that we haven't advertised and they're not quite convinced to jump yet, but they uh, had a really great chat last week. So I'm hoping to get my matchmaking skills going and get those two connected in the back end. Uh, so we'll let you know if that succeeds. Um, we are nutting out the details of the Cultivator program. Love that name. Uh, this is the second running of that program where an investor is ready to back another Top Gun aspiring farmer. They backed Freeland Pork, so they want to go again. We're going to incubate 10 farmers. We're asking aspiring farmers to cover the costs of this program, uh, but we're also seeking corporate sponsors uh, to make it easier. Uh, this will happen over six months uh, and one farmer, at least one farmer will be backed onto a farm of their dreams will hopefully wrangle a few more investors along the way. So it could be two or three farmers. Uh, so please spread the word. This is going to be happening. Think about whether you want to be on part of it. Send me your email. I'll put you on this mailing list to uh, get you on board. But we know this is a world first and uh, we want to make sure it is appropriately recognised as such. Because this is why we set up Cultivate Farm, is to make it possible for you, if you're good enough to own a farm, the ball is now in your courts. Uh, if you want to prove you're the best, jump on this program and let's get you in front of an investor who can back you. Uh, talking about investors, we've been talking to another potential investor who's quite um, broad in their investment uh, opportunity uh, range uh, in terms of location and types of farming. So we're trying to understand their situation better and, uh, and also they love our model and want to back next-gen farmers. Uh, so we're trying to uh, build that relationship 
and uh, hopefully soon we'll be able to tell you about that. And we're thinking about writing a book. Uh, everyone does it. Uh, we're thinking how it could be something like how to go from zero to farmer. But we have been creating so much content over the last three years that we really need to compile it all and have it in one spot where you can sit there and read and get inspired and get all the tips and tactics and tricks on how you can get yourself in front of retiring farmers or investors or get yourself farm ownership ready. Um, so if anyone out there knows how to write a book and what we need to do to make that happen or if anyone out there wants to help uh, fund the development of that book or publish it or, or whatever, let us know. But that's definitely something uh, in 2019 we'll try and unpack because uh, I think it's going to sell like hotcakes. What is stopping you from applying for a Cultivate Farms farm opportunity? We put a post up during the week uh, with this very question and it's probably one of the most engaging um, posts we've ever had. Uh, so the question was, we have a lot of farm opportunities, but a lot of our, uh, of our aspiring farmers aren't applying. What is stopping you from applying for our farm opportunities? So really we're trying to get at what can we be doing better uh, and what farms could be trying to find, which a lot of times we aren't in control of which farms we can find. We just uh, take what we're given from these retiring farmers. But how can we present these farms so that you're more likely to go, oh, okay, that's actually uh, something I should go for. So the responses were really encouraging and also really confronting as well. I guess we're sort of pulling apart the whole core of what Cultivate Farms is about. And we had probably, I don't know, it's like 80 or 100 comments and, and discussions from us and, and inspiring farmers. So thank you to those who did participate. And what we've done is dumped all of the responses, well, if not all, most of the responses and our responses to that in this post will turn into a blog post as well. So you can scroll through and see, see what your peers are thinking in terms of what is stopping them jumping onto farm opportunities. Like we think they're amazing farm ownership opportunities, uh, and, uh, but some people are thinking uh, they're not quite suited for them. We just unpack why that is uh, and also unpack some bigger questions and bigger thinking around maybe what's stopping you from applying for some of these farms. The ball's probably in our court. Probably the ball might be due with the farm itself, but also we think uh, the ball's probably in your court as well around what, what are you thinking and what are you prepared to do to realise your farm ownership opportunities a dream, sorry, and we think these opportunities can be a great way to get you there. Not all of them, all, all of them will be perfect, uh, but we encourage you to, to think about them seriously and think about what is stopping you and get yourself prepared to jump on them. So I'll discuss some more general ideas, but read through the blog, uh, read through the text below to see all the detailed responses uh, and discussions around this topic. It's really enlightening. I love it. And hopefully we'll just keep sharing this post over and over and over um, and get this knowledge out of you because it's helping us refine our business model as well and making sure we're giving you something you want as aspiring firms. So the number one one was location and uh, people aren't, aren't willing to move uh, beyond a certain range, which is absolutely fine. And that's what you need to know is where will or won't you move to um, to chase your dreams. But also know that the more restrictive you are, it lowers the chances of you finding your farm, uh, i.e. there could be a ripper farm 200 k's away, but uh, it's just out of your range. So what, what, what uh, might you need to do to increase your range or just be comfortable with that? But um, that seems to be one. We can't do much about that. We can only give farms that are, are available to us, um, but we'll keep trying to find farms across all of Australia. Uh, a few feedback comments were, it's not the perfect opportunity. And, I guess what we're saying there is no opportunity is ever going to be perfect, let alone uh, if that happens in the business world and in the normal world, but also in this farming opportunity world. Uh, there'll never be a perfect match. And I guess we want you to understand what you what you can live with 
uh, and what you can't, but maybe be a bit more flexible in what you what you uh, can live with because we're after farm entrepreneurs here who can see maybe a blank slate or can see a, the kernel of a great opportunity. And we want you to jump onto that and, and build it and use this, these farms as a stepping stone to your farming empire. Um, um, can you get on this farm uh, and have a crack at it uh, maybe take a hit in your wage or take a hit in your income because you know you're building your wealth and you're building your skills, but you're also connecting yourself to a community which then can open up opportunities for you to other farms and other farmers to be able to grow your wealth and, and grow your skills and grow uh, um, your empire. Uh, so that's the sort of mentality you want is don't think that these farms are going to be perfect and match you perfectly because that probably will never happen and I hate the idea that you don't, you have regret. We don't want you to have any regret. Uh, if there's something there, uh, that you think you can have a crack at, we encourage you to have a go. Um, a lot of people say that the farms are looked at on their website, you can't make a living off. And uh, I think under certain models, you couldn't make a living off some of those farms, but there are so many models you can apply to these farms. And that's the mentality we want people to have. Again, being farm entrepreneurs, maybe there's a different crop or a different farming technique you can apply on these properties that can make them a viable opportunity. We're dealing with farmers who are of retirement age, are running out of energy, maybe running out of um, ability to implement these ideas and they want you on board to scale the farm up and that's, I guess, the mentality we want you to have. Think about these farms as a blank slate that you can build on and make profitable. But also some of these farms probably can't make uh, enough money, even if you do change the methods for you to live. But again, what we want you to think about this in your, in your long-term vision. Uh, if you're not on a farm at the moment, you want to, jumping onto a farm that uh, can maybe reach in, uh, provide you half your income could be an amazing way to build your farming skills, build your wealth, build your network of farmers to then use that as a, 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 sound, a, um, a basis to go find your next farm that you add to this and, uh, and build your empire that way. Are you ready to be a farmer? There's probably, this weren't any of these specific comments, but it sort of made us think more broadly around these, these comments around, um, maybe some people aren't ready to, to take the leap. It is a very, tough thing to do to be a farmer. Um, some people probably got the dream of it um, and love the idea of it, but an opportunity comes and puts it in front of them. They're like, oh, actually, do I really want to? And that is absolutely fine. Self-awareness is a massive thing. Do you want to be an entrepreneur? Do you want to wake up early every day and, and plug away at this and, and be isolated in some cases uh, and living in a place that maybe isn't the exact location you thought you'd live? Like, what are the things you're willing to do to sacrifice, I guess, or, or um, live with. Uh, and maybe the answer is none and you don't want to be a farmer in reality. That's fine. That is absolutely fine. And I think we encourage you to make sure you are confident that this is what you want to have a crack at. Um, you're going to have to sacrifice some things. This is what we're learning more and more. We've sacrificed a lot to start Cultivate Farms itself. Uh, any business, any entrepreneur has to sacrifice something. And I think you need to think about that. Uh, with these farm opportunities that you'll have to go through some hard yards to make some of these viable or you might have to, again, sacrifice location, income, uh, farming approaches, um, working with a retiring farmer for a number of years before the farm transitions per over to you as the sole manager. Um, some of these things, just need to think about, are you willing to sacrifice some of these things so that you can reach this bigger term vision? Uh, that's the only reason why you'd sacrifice is because you can see something bigger. So encouraging what are you willing to sacrifice to make your dreams your big big long-term dreams happen apply anyway so many people have double guessed what it is a retiring farmer wants we've got an outline there but who knows what a farmer or someone thinks once they've met you 
maybe they see your application, they think you're an absolute gun, uh, you don't have this and this and this, but I like your style. Uh, I want to meet, and they meet you, you get along like a house on fire. Uh, who knows what arrangements you could arrange after that? That's why we focus so much on relationships. It's about getting good people on around a table who get along, the values aligned, can see the vision for the farm, and most times you can figure out a solution that's a win-win. So please do apply, even if you think it doesn't quite, you're not qualified yourself. Uh, again, it's about uh, relationships. Some people are skeptical of partnership deals, and that's fair enough too. People, have, we've heard lots of stories of people being burnt from share farming arrangements, lease arrangements, etc. Uh, and again, that's why we focus so much on relationships. This is about matching people. And if you get the right people in a room, you can work through all the awkward discussions around um, people holding on to uh, decisions too long or not making the right decision. We can work all that sort of stuff out and get the governance sorted. We can get the communication line sorted. Uh, so we really encourage relationships first. Thanks for your attention. We know there are thousands of other things you could be doing or other podcasts you could be listening to, but you've chosen to listen to us. We appreciate your time so much. Please reach out uh, as we're happy to work through your farm ownership pathway with you. Let's get you farming.